Greetings, June Squad. It is I, Jay, master of all things nerdy. With me, as always, is my stalwart companion and lord and commander of the Nerds Watch, Sir Christopher. After a long and arduous journey across the Arctic tundra, we finally made it and are recording from the majestic Fortress of Solitude, secret man cave of the last son of Krypton, Superman. Dude, how the hell did we get in here? I mean, that key was heavy as hell, right? Yeah, yeah, I know. It's like my back is still hurting me from, right. from lifting that. I gotta ask you, though, where's the bathroom? I've had to go since we left Anchorage. I'm not sure. Come on! Everything in here works by inserting crystals into those slots. Try that one over there. All right, let me try this one. My son, you do not remember me. I am Jorel. I'm your father. Nope, not that one, I guess. But doesn't he look kind of familiar? He kind of looks like the guy from I The Godfather. Yeah, yeah, he kind of does. That's but that's kind of weird. I like his hair. Hang on to your bladders, kids, because you are just in time for the Just Us Nerds podcast. In a world where two nerds come together to talk about all things nerdy, Just Us Nerds podcast was born. We talk about comics, movies, and all things in between. Get ready to have your mind blown by the most amazing podcast ever recorded anywhere, ever. The Just Us Nerds Podcast. Oh yeah. Found it! Oh, man. All right, buddy. How, how you doing? Oh, dude, I feel so much better. Oh, well, that's that's good. That's that's a good thing. Um, you know, we really go that extra mile for this show, traveling to exotic locales just to talk about comic books. You know, and you would think, like, with our budget, it, we would not be able to do these kind of things. You know, we really just we stretch our dollar. That's what it is. Just about you know, it's about uh, Groupon and, and Groupon uh, and uh, absolutely. So, yes. uh, let's get into some. What you reading? All right, go ahead, man. What you reading? All right. Uh, I have been reading uh, a comic that's been put out by Image. Uh-huh. Uh, that it's it's kind of cool. It's it's uh, so it's not your your typical superhero comic book, right? Okay. Uh, this is uh, this is written by the very uh, uh, excuse me, uh, illustrated by the very talented Terry and Rachel Dodson. Do you do you know the name them? sounds familiar? They've uh, well, they've done artwork on Wonder Woman. So they're a husband and wife team. Yeah, they're a husband and wife that's team. And, and, yeah, it's cool. Uh, they've done work for Uncanny X-Men, uh, Wonder Woman, uh, Spider-Man, Harley Quinn. Wow. Uh, and uh, this is written by Javier Dorison. Uh, this, you know, th- this asks the question, what happens when America's greatest hero is secretly a Russian spy? Nope, not Black Widow. We are talking about the new comic from Image known as Red One. Now, like I asked you, is this like... The leader of the Rogue Squadron with the X-Wing fighters? This has nothing to do with... Red Wonder Rogue... Command. Red Wonder Command. Come in. N- nothing to do with that. Nothing Red to three, do with that. Red 3. Red 4. Red Re- Red Fox here. <laughs> red Fox here. Yeah. Simply Red here. <laughs> Big Red here. No. None of none of that. No. This this is takes kind of a unique premise. It uh, This has... Uh, it's First of all, it's set in the past. It's set in 1977. And it asks the question, what if Russia decided that they wanted, in, in an attempt to further the communist agenda, uh-huh. what if they sent a Russian agent over here and they had her become a U.S. superhero so that uh, 
she would gain uh, popularity and she could use that popularity as a platform to talk about the, the communist values. Now, I have a question. Yeah. What is her superhero name? Her superhero name is Red One. How do you not know she's communist? Yeah. <laughs> oh, hang on. I'll go you one further than that. Her name is Red One, and she carries an an iron sickle and a hammer. I'm done. <laughs> yeah. It's like, how do you not know this? I just heard Reagan look at her and just go, you're a commie. She is clearly a commie. Yeah. I don't trust that woman. Reagan um, angry. First of all, let me let me. Uh, wow. I, I don't think I mentioned the the uh, the writer of this, and I yeah, need yeah, to. Yeah. It's a dis- huge disservice to him because this is a great book. His name is Javier Dorison, uh, and he he's just he's produced some really quality work. I, I'm I'm loving this this comic book. Now, so, is this kind of like a tongue in cheek, or is this serious? It yeah. is. It's done in a very tongue in cheek style. Because right. I was going to say, this is serious. I'm like, come on. It's it's done in a very over the top violence sort of kill bill oh. kick, kick ass right, sort of sort of way. I'm oh down. yeah. So uh, imagine, if you will, that uh, Red One is. She's basically uh, okay. So her name is uh, is. Vera uh, Yelnova, uh, no Yelna, Yelnikov, excuse me. Yelnikov. Vera Yelnikov. She is. She is. Her name is Vera Yelnikov. She now is, say nuclear vessels. I will say nuclear vessels. No, nope, say it right. That is what you're asking. The nuclear vessels. Yeah. This is what you asked me to say. The nuclear <laughs> vessels. The Yaponimayo. All right. Um. So she. She's he a, was Czech. She's a. He was Czech. <laughs> she's a Russian spy, right? She's a Russian spy. Vera Yelnikov. She's a Russian spy, and she sent. To 1977, Los Angeles, by the Kremlin. Is that even her name? Her real name is is Vera Yelnikov. Yeah, but what's her spy name? She goes by the alias of Alabama. uh, Alabama. I don't remember her last. I think it's like Alabama Smith or Alabama. Her name is Bama. Her name is Bama. Yeah. (laughs) She she goes she goes by the the alias. This this book is just so enjoyable. Uh, it's an action comedy. It's got some great commentary about what it means to be an American. It, it deconstructs the superhero genre All because right. she's trying to figure out. Okay, you're asking me to be an American superhero. What does that, what does that mean? What does that really mean? Um, and it's funny. Uh, just going back to the the commentary on what it means to be an American. So Vera has a contact uh, in in the U.S. What's his name? Ruslan. Right, I mean, Ruslan. So, why don't you just say Ivan Drago? Ivan, I'm a, I'm a, his name is I'm a, last name Ruslan. I'm a Ruslan. Yeah. Uh, um, he immediately pegs her as a Russian agent because she's, because she, <laughs> right? She's looking for, to get her TV fixed. And she's like, and her contact's like, Americans don't get their TVs fixed. They just go and buy a new one. Uh, so it's this great kind of examination of what you know. What are Americans? It's gonna make me feel bad. It, it is. It's gonna. It's gonna kind of make you feel bad. Uh, but it's you know. It, it looks at that. It looks kind of as, as Americans are, are sort of our schizophrenic relationship with with sex. How on the one hand we're we're in, incredibly puritanical when it comes to our our, our thoughts about sex, but on the other hand, you know th- this is the same country that you know produced Jerry Falwell. And and also and Howard Stern, you yeah. know. So it, we have we have a very split mind as a culture when it comes to sex, and and this book uh, explores that. Uh, the 
the two villains of the of the book. Yes. So we we have we have this ultra conservative pastor by the name of Jackie Core, and she's running for Congress. Of course. Right. I mean, it, it's it, she's got these very strict conservative values, and we have this vigilante who is called the Carpenter. Okay. And so he's like Jesus. He well, there are comparisons to Jackie compares him to Jesus because he's a carpenter. But I will say his actions are very unChristlike. I mean, this dude is is wasting people left and right. So he's more godlike, less Christlike. He well, yeah, I get. He's Old Testament God. Yeah, he's Old Testament God. He's killing you fornicators. Know, the Old Testament God. The old like this is the testy. This is like you need to kill your son Isaac to prove that you love me. Insecure kind of guy. Hey Ray. Did you ever read the Bible? No, I, I remember Revelation seven twelve, and I looked, <laughs> and the moon was suddenly as red as oh crap! I can't. I don't as remember a, that as phrase. Black as sackcloth. Black as sackcloth, and the moon became as blood, and the seas boiled, and the skies fell. Judgment day. Judgment day. That God. That God. Yeah, he's, I mean, th this is like, th you know, Bill O'Reilly, Fox News, they would love this guy. This guy's like wasting pornographers and 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 homosexuals. And Do we know what he looks like yet? Yeah, I mean, he, he looks like, kind of like, a, so sort he's... of like the guy from Jeepers Creepers. You know, he oh, wears yeah. kind of an overcoat and a big hat and he kills people with a with a scythe. Um, so he's the scarecrow. Kind of. I mean, he, his visually, he, he looks kind of like the scarecrow. He, he looks more just like a really big, strong... Hillbilly. You know what's kind of funny with this? So far in this description that you've told me, yeah. my wanting to read has gone up and down and up and down. <laughs> like, I'm like, oh, that's kind of dumb. Oh, that's really good. I want to read that. Ah, oh, my God. I don't know if I want to read this. Eh, maybe I want to read it. Oh, I don't know. It's it's looking at... Uh, it, it, he's definitely taking jabs. Uh, you know, uh, Javier is, is, is definitely taking... Uh, Xavier, excuse me. Uh, my Spanish slipped out. Uh, <laughs> Xavier's definitely uh, taking kind of a, a critical look at conservative values uh, in in this country, and so I I think whether you are liberal or conservative, he certainly presents some interesting hmm. ideas. Uh, so I I really like this. The artwork is beautiful. Right. The the Dodsons they produce some of the the greatest cheesecake today. When I show you some of their artwork. You're, oh, I probably you're, you're, you're going to immediately recognize it. They've they've done, uh, you know, some of the yeah. Look it up. They've they've done some of the the best cheesecake art, and I, I I love the lead of this story. I love the you know Vera is she's basically first of all she's she's Captain America. I mean she is a Russian super soldier. Right. They open the book with her. She's doing uh like sit ups. While like she's hanging upside down doing sit-ups while holding like a hundred pounds or two hundred pounds of weight, and I mean she is so she's kind of Sarah Connor. She's super strong. Well, stronger. That's why I say she's Captain America. She is the result, I think, of of some type of super soldier. I've seen a lot of okay. I'm very familiar. You're familiar with, with the yeah, Dodson's artwork. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, so she's a cross between Captain America with Deadpool's appetite for sex and violence. You know, yeah. she she's she's basically you know she's this. Horny, uh, assertive woman, you know, and and kind of just she makes no apologies about the way that she lives her life. She's definitely not dem demure, uh, it, you know. I, I I could see others dismissing her as being just well. This is just another male kind of comic book uh, female fantasy. 
Uh, but I, I disagree. My interpretation of this is this, this is an empowered female character. She knows who she is. She knows what she wants. She lives her life uh, unapologetically. She, it's, it's very unconventional. We learn early on she's involved in a triad relationship. Oh. So so she's yeah, she's like she's hooked up with this this couple and, and this it's not you know, it's presented as this very kind of loving relationship. So it's very And un- all of a sudden I want to start reading it again. <laughs> there there you go. <laughs> Urge to read rising. <laughs> it, it's I mean, so it's it's very interesting. It's it's definitely a, a cure for the common comic book because right. you have not read anything like this before. Hmm. Uh, there's great chemistry between Vera and she's she's got this great just miserable old bastard as a as a boss. Uh, his name is Lou, and Lou is like J. Jonah Jameson if J. Jonah Jameson directed porn instead of running the Daily Bugle. Is that what he does? That's what he does. He, is that she? So she works for a porn company. She works for that is her cover. She works as the personal. She's not a porn star, but she works as the personal assistant. For this guy who is the director yeah. of, he's trying to make this big porn opus, okay? And I know, I know, I know. Stay with me. Stay with All me, kids. All of a sudden, stay with, it's going back. Stay with, stay with me, kids. Stay with me, kids. He's trying to make this, 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 his masterpiece of porn. And what's standing in his way <laughs> is that <laughs> what's standing in his way is Jackie Core. Uh, who's trying to to shut down production? She's trying. She's getting her followers to go and attack the production. So for him, it's a free speech issue. Is he afraid of the carpenter? He's not. No, and that's a, the great thing about him. I mean, he he has no powers. He's just a mean old bastard. And that's his power. That's his power is that he's a mean old bastard, and he does not back down. And you you definitely get some hints in the story that the carpenter has super strength because he holds his own when he fights against Red One. Uh-huh. Uh huh. But but Lou is just there. I, I know this is going to sound crazy, right? Because of what he does, right? But there's something principled about the way that they write this character. The fact that for him, it's not a matter of it's not a matter of just you know filming people having sex or whatever. It's a no. It's presented very much as a free speech. Imagine. Uh, Google a picture of uh, of their artwork from Red One, just so you can see. What oh yeah, she looks no, I was like. looking at it. So she's presented as the comic book ideal. You know, oh, she's, yeah. she's about you know six or seven feet tall. Uh, you know, Barbie doll proportions. Yeah. Uh, but the thing I love about this is Lou is that's that's never a plot point. He is somehow immune to her charms. Like he, it's like he doesn't even notice that she's so this beautiful he's woman. He's just. He's he's who? He's Watto from Star Wars. Yeah, Jedi three did not work on me. Yeah, that yeah, yeah. Exactly, exactly. Uh, and, and he's getting pissed off, and he's yelling at her, and he he doesn't know that she's a spy. Okay, he just thinks that she's Alabama, who's come there to work as his. Does she personal not have assistant. an accent? You know, they, you know, they don't. Um, they don't. Necessarily, I mean, it's hard to understand. They don't write her as. Oh, I'm sorry. Am I boring you? Sir? Yeah, yeah. Am, I'm I, am I boring you? <laughs> Move, move along, along move along, move along. Um, you know, they, I don't know the way that they write it. They don't portray her as having necessarily uh, right. an, an accent. Um, but all in all, I'm really enjoying this book. I think if you're looking for something that's different, if you're tired of kind of the, the same old, same old from Marvel and DC, hmm. if you're looking for something a little more grown up, something that uh, addresses a little more in a tongue-in-cheek fashion, like right. I said, it's not it's not very heavy-handed. It's handled in a very uh, humorous right. sort of way. It's it's a parody. Hmm. It's 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 a parody uh, of kind of 
modern so, life. Now, when are we going to get the next issue? That was, and that is the thing that I don't like about it is I, I don't, for whatever reason, it takes them a very long time to produce these. Uh, you get, it, it's thicker than your normal comic. So when you buy it, uh, phrasing, yeah, phrasing, phrasing. Um, so you get more for what you buy, but it's taking them longer to produce right. these. Uh, right now, they're, I, I think I've, I've been talking about uh, issues one through four. Right. We're not getting the continuation now until next year. We're not getting issue five until two thousand. So now people are excited to make them want to read it. They're going to wait. I yeah. I mean, I I think so. It's not a monthly deal. I guess right. that's that's what I'm saying. It's not. Right. It's not a monthly. So deal. how many hammer and sickles are you going to give this thing? I I gotta give this four and a half hammer wow. and sickles. I I like this. I, yeah. I enjoy Red One. Uh, it's. It's funny. It's it's enjoyable commentary. It's just it's great cheesecake. Uh, yeah. So uh, and it's and it's different. So uh, so I, I like that. Yeah. Um, how about you? What you okay? What you been reading? So kind of been on this kick. Um, you know, because as you know, we talked about in the last show, I was reading uh, Project Superpowers. That's not like Project Runway, right? No, this is a lot better. A okay. lot better. Um, you know what it's about? I told you about it. That's um, true. All right, I'm all. I'm kind of going back. I'm not reading new stuff. I'm reading stuff that I've seen that I've wanted to read. Okay, sure. So uh, it's kind of a little part of. Did you have you read this? Have you read this? Okay, all right. all right, very good. All right, this was released in 2012 to 2013, and it is called Masks. Okay. Now it is not the 80s cartoon where ah. you know the cars transform and other things. Damn it! And all this. No. This is uh, the first volume of this. Okay. Um, the writer. And artists, it's Chris Roberson, Dennis Zalero, and the fantastic and wonderful Alex you're, Ross. You're reading another thing with Alex Ross. I've just been on a kick on it. All right, All so right. it's sixteen ninety nine for this thing. I mean, but you're getting, you know, I I think it's at least ten comic books in in the one. All right, so you're you're you know, it's already the graphic novel. So it's a super it's a super size comic. Here's book. the plot point. Okay, All right, lay it on me. Before superheroes, there were masks, and they included. The Shadow, the Green Hornet and Kato, the Spider, Zorro. Right. So in 1938, these mass vigilantes operated outside the law, working independently to strike fear in the hearts of evildoers. But when the corrupt politicians of the Justice Party transformed New York into a fascist state run by mobsters, uh, when an oppressive regime grants jackbooted stormtroopers free reign to imprison, extort, and execute the innocent, uh, when the law itself becomes unjust, justice must be served by the outlaws. Justice must wear a mask. That's right. Outnumbered and outgunned, the legendary vigilantes emerge from the shadows to fight. So those ones that I've told you about, so we got the that, shadow, the green cool. hornet and Kato, the spider, joined by the uh, joined by the none other Zorro, the green llama, who I've already discussed with you. I mean, green llamas in green this. Llamas in this oh one shit, as well. I'm in. Miss Fury, and. The Black Terror, and another one that's kind of weird, The Black Bat. I, I smell a ripoff. No, 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 no. This guy's kind of like, he, he's not really a detective, and he doesn't wear, like, the Batman costume, so he's almost kind of like a thug. It's kind of cool. Um, but nine renowned pulp heroes brought together for the first time uh, in an epic conflict versus law versus justice. I feel like there's a great social commentary oh, yeah. in there too. Uh, yeah. Wow, we're we're really going highbrow uh, th this show. Uh, you know, th examining the concept of when the law is wrong, right? 
So basically what, what, what it is, is it's, it's almost like a V for Vendetta in this one, you know, where everybody is kind of conformed by these guys. And literally, the, the best way to de- describe the army of police officers that they have, these guys are basically judges. That from like Judge Dredd, these these guys will execute you in the street for no reason at all. You're not talking. Are you talking about the masks, or are you talking no, about the the mobsters? The mobsters who are running it, like the, the, the fascist state. Yeah, like okay. these guys are are basically judges, man. They'll execute you in the street. However, they won't. You know, they they'll take a bribe faster than anything. So they're corrupt judges. Oh, absolutely. I mean, everything is in their favor, and and you know everything that they want to do about it. So who starts it out? Now it's kind of neat. Out of all those people that I've told you, yeah, who do you think is going to be their ringleader? Uh, well, I, I got to look back over who's who's in the group. So we've got uh, the Shadow, the Green yeah. Hornet, and Kato, the Spider. I'm going to go with Zoro because just because here's my reasoning. Because he's, I'm thinking he's the oldest, right? Out right. of all of them. Okay. Uh, that that would be my vote. Who is it? It's the Shadow. The sh- really? The Shadow is the one who brings everybody together. Now, the the way the Shadow is, of course, Lamont Cranston was given. Um, the power and ability he went to found Shangri-La. And he actually was given the ability to turn himself invisible. However, the only thing that appears and the only thing he can't conceal is his shadow. His shadow. But the thing that people with with Lana Cranston is he has spies everywhere. Whoever he saves or does a good deed with, that person owes him. And what that turns into is basically they get a ring and they are part of his. And if they they're see in, anything, in indentured servitude. Yes. If they see anything, if anything, you know that they need to report to the shadow. They do. Mm-hmm. So, um, but your your shadow in this is kind of like your Rorschach, or kind of like a Batman, mm-hmm. where he's looking at. It, he's like, you know, everything stinks here, and we need to take care of this. And um, you know, so it's kind of neat. Apparently, Superman's made. Superman is, is made. Is vacuuming in the fortress of solitude. We need more lemon pledge. Yeah, Mr. Superman. Mr. Superman is not here. Yeah. No. So, but um, it's kind of neat where it starts out. Like I told you with the shadow, but you got the Green Hornet and Kato who are just starting. So, okay. Green Hornet's coming up with this idea, and he's like, you know, and it's funny. He says it in front of the shadow. He's like, you know, because people said to him, they go, you look like a villain, and he goes, you know. Maybe I'll act like a villain. And Shadow kind of looks at him and he's like, well, that's kind of dumb. You know, And but it, it plays off and they do it very well. I love comic books when you get to see these these characters interact. All come together. And play off of each yeah. other. Like the Green Llama, like I told you, he's he's like Iron Fist. Right. You know, very peaceful. However, he'll tear your head he, off. He's, he's a martial artist. Right. So but we have another martial artist as well. We have Kato. Right. So the two of them just talking. And, and actually, there is a great combat scene between Kato and the Green Llama because they don't know who's on the team and who's not on the team. I, I, this has been on my to-read list, so yes. I, I, I want to check this out. This, this, this sounds this, very cool. I, I highly recommend this. This is, if you love that classic style of superhero, that, that pulp like we were talking about, yeah. this is that homage. This is something that... Literally, it warmed my heart. I was like, this is why people dressed up with masks. This is why they became superheroes. To do this crap. These are these are mystery men. These yes. are these are vigilantes. These aren't these aren't superheroes. No, this is that's why this is the Justice Society before the Justice Society. You right. Know? That's that's right, kind right. of the thing for me. So it's not these, you know, people from another galaxy who've, you know, magically had superpowers because the sun gives them that, or they were in, given bestowed upon a very powerful weapon by some old dude who was like, "Good luck." 
so the shadow is really the most supernaturally empowered um, of all of these characters. Them and the Black Terror. The of Black course. Terror. Okay. The roided out jock. Okay. No, th- th- he was the pharmacist. Yes. Right? Yeah, yeah. He's the roided out pharmacist. The roided out pharmacist. Every time I go to the pharmacy now, I'm going to secretly yeah. be wondering if my pharmacist. But you know what I love about terror. the Black Terror? His logo, literally, it's a black costume, black cape. And he's got the giant skull and crossbones across his chest, and it glows. And it's just like, you're fucked. Yeah, you look at that guy, and you're like, well, shit. You know, because you know you're going to get it. That's the end of me. Yep, that's pretty much it. That's the end of it. But it, it is a great story. Um, it reminds me, it has that Watchmen feel to it, where right. it's a story inside of a story, but also it's kind of a, a detective whodunit. So... Mm-hmm. It's because it's they find out that there's a leak, there's a spy, there's all different kinds of stuff, and they try to track down leads and, and everything. But I, I highly recommend this. This is the, by the, far probably my favorite read this year. This is on my to read list, so maybe we'll have to revisit this again. Yeah. Maybe you and I can compare notes. Oh yeah, after after we've read it. Absolutely. Um, fantastic. Okay, well let, let's move into to movie talk. Um, so we got some exciting news a couple weeks ago ah. about Netflix. Oh, did we? we right? So did we? we're going to be getting season three of Young Justice. Oh, my God. Like I said, I put it on our Facebook page. The fans have been heard. The fans the... have been heard. The fans have been heard. Oh, my God. I was so thankful because if you watch season two, it ends at a cliffhanger. I, I still have to finish season two. but, but... It ends at a cliffhanger. And you're like, I remember Gwen watched it and she looks at me and she goes, that's it? Do you know why they ended the show? It's the most criminal thing. No, why? Because the toy company couldn't make more couldn't make more toys. They wanted to create a new line of toys. So they didn't want to finish the show. They wanted to introduce a new cartoon. It, it's sad but true. But I want the toys. I know it, it's sad but but they were saying they could not make any new toys out of it. There for whatever reason it, it was a business decision. It, it's the sad reality that so many of these decisions are made because of marketing. It's the Batman and Robin syndrome, right? Yeah, right. It's that you, you have to make a movie so that you can sell toys. But and I'll tell you, this series, this is this is my favorite, by far, my favorite an- animated series next to, of course, Batman animated series. This, I loved. I loved all of their drawings. Their, their depictions the, of the not animation. only yeah. the Titans, but the Justice League. That Batman was dead on. That Superman, the Aquaman, the Green Lanterns, everybody there you, was amazing. You had uh, Bruce Greenwood, uh, yes. Captain Pike, doing the voice of Batman. I mean, and, uh, but but I don't like many people much more than uh, our, our you know our good friend of uh, the show, uh, uh, Mister. Uh, oh my God, I'm trying. Oh my God, I'm having one of those moments. Chris, help me, help me, help me. Conroy, Kevin Conroy. Oh my oh God. Oh, uh, um, our you know. Uh, Mr. Uh, Mr. Kevin Conroy, there aren't many people I like better than him, right. but Bruce Greenwood is an appropriate substitution. No, I, I agree, and like I said, I like the new one that they're doing too. But he's more of a raspy Batman. I don't, I don't know who, so, who, who does um, the new voice, but uh, I was so excited when I heard about this. And here's here's another. Young Justice was a pleasant surprise for mm-hmm. me. Yeah. Because I normally don't enjoy shows about sidekicks. I've I've often thought, you know, well. Why why are we focusing on the second bananas? Why aren't we actually talking about the second the big... bananas? Right. I mean, why are we doing that? Um, why aren't we focusing instead on on the big guns? But this this made it work. The and... new the new Batman is Jason O'Mara. Okay. Omar. All right. Um, I don't 
know the name, but good good for you. Yeah. Um, this is showing us the DC universe, but just from a different vantage point. Well, and from I a different it corner because you look at the, the the sidekicks, but it's also where each of them kind of went. Because you've got the ones who are very steadfast and everything like that. Like, look at Dick. He actually grows up. I don't want to look at Dick. Oh, it's gross. But Dick Grayson, he first starts out as Robin. He then becomes Nightwing, and he's the leader of the Titans. However, you, you get that, but with the grow-up. Then you've got Speedy, who turns out not to actually be Speedy. Right. And he's Arsenal. Right. But he's pissed off. He, but Speedy was pissed off. He's like, I thought I was going to be a member of the League. And they were like, no, you're going to be leading the Titans. And he's like, well, screw this. Screw you guys. And he walks off. And, and then him. But but you kind of get that you know and and it really depicts well their their relationships with their mentors yes I, I like that Robin's relationship to to Batman now my favorite with that is everybody oh yeah yeah on yeah, the yeah. team they all say their real names and they do all this kind of stuff and they look at Robin and when Robin's even in his street attire he's wearing sunglasses right and they're looking at him he's like aren't you gonna take the sunglasses inside and he goes I can't and then he leans in. And I think it's Wally. Wally leans in and he goes, the bat won't let him take him off. Like that. And because he won't let him reveal his identity. And, and, and in a way, you, you learn more about those other characters through their relationships yeah. with, their, with their partners. So I'm so glad that this is coming back to Netflix. One of my favorite characters who I didn't even realize was really alive was... Um, well, none of them are really alive. You know what I mean? Aqualad. Aqua, Aqua, uh, yeah, Aqualad. You yeah, but it, this is a different, you know, incarnation. Of, yeah, this is not Gar. This is not Gar. This, this is not is, Gar. This is the son of uh, of Black Manta. Yes. Yeah. 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 You know, this is. Um, I, I don't remember what Calder. his name. Calder. Calder. Yeah. And Calderon. And but he's so cool. Like people are like, oh, Aquaman's kind of wimpy. And then he pulls out these aqua blades, and he's able to m- manipulate all these weapons out of all all the water. No, no. And you look, and you're like. Okay, that's kind of cool. And he yeah. becomes the leader of the team. Yeah. So, yeah. you know, I was like, okay, well, that's kind of cool that we're giving this to other people. And also, you've got the Superman clone saga going on involved with that. We've talked about that before. I love it. I mean, it's it's great. It's it, it, There's a great complexity there. How does Superman deal with being violated in, Not well. in a sense? No, no, he, he, he doesn't. Not well. Uh, no, he, he, he doesn't deal with it well at all. So... I'm so happy that they're bringing this back. I'm sure I'm, I'm hoping one of that many this nerds. is that this is like really happening. I'm I'm praying to God that this isn't one of those where they're like, yeah, we were just we were just fucking around. April Fools. Yeah. I I will be so mad, dude. I will I will lose it. No, I, I think this is for real. And I'm hoping that they do a new action figure line as I think, well. I think this is for real. The figures were nice too. You actually have a Batman and Robin that's that's absolutely I, I have, phenomenal. I have a Batman and a Robin and I have a red arrow. Yeah. And the the figures that came with the series were were just phenomenal. They came with these great stands, yeah, rooftops. It was like a complete rooftop. It, it was it, it was really really good. So, uh, yeah, k- kudos to, uh, to to fans for for getting this done. Yeah, and all I have to uh, say honestly is thank you. I'm glad that I wasn't the only one who really liked that show. No, no, we uh, it was it was terrific. All right. Um, some other news and movies that we hadn't talked about on the last show, Voltron. Oh, Voltron's going to be getting a live action movie. They were bought by Universal. Okay, all right. And and uh so what what does this mean? I mean, we're going to have two we're going to have the Power Rangers and Voltron, Voltron now in the theaters. Yes. Uh five robot lions, one giant, giant kick-ass, kick-ass robot. Kick-ass robot. I'm praying to God that it's going to be like Guardians of the Galaxy meets, you know, like Pacific Rim. 
Yeah. You know, like, yeah. I want that fun with it. Because the new cartoon series that, that was on Netflix, by the way, if you haven't watched it, you gotta watch it. But it was so... It could be serious, but it was very funny as well. So I really pray that they're able to have the same dynamic with that. This is a, you. You know that I'm I'm a big Godzilla fan. Yeah. So th- it's a really exciting time for me that we're we're having all of these big monster movies right? coming into theaters. We're, we're we've got you know the Power Rangers yep. is going to have giant monsters. Voltron was always fighting giant monsters. The next Godzilla's coming out. Next Godzilla's coming Kong. out. Kong Island, and then of course building ultimately to the main event of King Kong. Versus, versus Godzilla. Godzilla. So, uh, I mean, it's it's a good time and to and be a giant monster. And then we're going to have Ken Watanabe looking and go, Let them fight. Let them fight. Let them fight. <laughs> so, poor Ken Watanabe. We I love you. that guy. We love you. Um, what else in, in, in movie news? Uh, the small piece of news that I put on our Facebook page. Uh, I... You know, I've been watching a little bit more of the Supergirl show. I know I bagged on it when, yeah, when the pilot first came out. Uh, but I've, I've checked out a couple episodes of it, and I'm excited because they've introduced Superman onto the show. You know what? All right, I will tell you something. H- have you watched? Have you seen this? I've seen the photos, and I was not amused at first. Um, I was like, this guy, could they make Superman any skinnier? I was like, "Good God, is this guy not?" They, they went in the opposite direction of uh, of Henry Cavill, certainly. Yeah, I mean, but go on, go on YouTube, and what they've already put the scenes, yeah, up where he's he's there with with Kara. I'll actually put a couple up on our Facebook page. Okay. This guy, for me, th- this is the Superman I wanted but didn't get. Right. He he. It, it harkens back to that Richard Donner. Superman. So he's got that smile and the happy. He's go got lucky the kind of he's guy. got the smile and the wink. He's not brooding. He's not. He's sure of himself. He knows who he is. He knows who he wants to be. And he's brought back the the kind of the nebbish uh, Clark Kent, the sort of the gee whiz aw shucks kind of kind of Clark Kent. And, and I love. She's his... uh, she's silver haired actually. <laughs> yeah, 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 exactly. There's a great scene where you see you, you don't see him um, from the front. You just see him talking on the phone. And he goes, uh, th- th- that's right, uh, Mr. Uh, Mr. White, uh, of course, I'll, I'll get on that story. I saw that. L- lickety-split. And he goes, uh, I-, I-, I know so nobody says lickety-split I- I- Where nobody says lickety-smick, uh, uh, oh my God, yeah. lickety-snickets, whatever. Um, lemony-snickets. Lemony-snickets, thank you. Um, yeah, he captures it. He he captures that, that spirit that I'm looking for. So may- maybe, you know, it's a beautiful time to be a comic book fan because if you want that more dark and gritty Christopher Nolan Superman, you got it. He's on the big screen. However, if, if I think it's going to get lighter in the Justice League. I'm still saying. You know, maybe. It would maybe be great not. to even have Batman look at him and go, whoa, dude, chill out. You know? <laughs> that was really dark, man. <laughs> you need to calm down. You know? But but if that doesn't happen, if you're an old fart like me that just wants the old Chris Reeves Superman back, you, you're you got it. this. Yep. You, you got this. Yep. And uh, one last point about Supergirl before we move on to Toy, toy Box. Uh, they are doing, they're going to introduce one of my favorite Superman villains. And who is that? That's the Cyborg Superman. I saw that. Are, are you familiar with I this character? I am. I thought that this is a really cool concept. I actually was like, Oh God, we're gonna get all the Supermen. 
Yeah, that w- it was the dumbest storyline, but it was the greatest storyline. And it turned into a video game, and it was the most amazing video game ever. It was the most ever. amazing video game ever. Okay, so folks, we've talked, I've gushed about this before, but if you're new to the show, let me just give you a quick, quick Wikipedia on this. So back in the 1990s... Superman died. Superman died. Killed in a fight with the monster Doomsday. Doomsday. So um, he's dead, and suddenly... He's <laughs> dead. So he's... I'm going to, I'm going to describe, you know what, since I've already described this as Jay, I'm going to describe this as Christopher Walken. I like it. So, he's dead. And then suddenly, we have four people all appearing, all claiming to be the Man of Steel. First, we have a clone. He's the super boy. He's young. He's brash. Impulsive. Leather jacket. He's got the leather jacket, the earring, the stupid surfer haircut. You know, he's a cool dude. Then you got the Man of Steel, right? Literally a man of steel. 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 He's like the DC Iron Man. and He carries a hammer. He carries a hammer, you know, but he's not Thor. He's more Iron Man. And then... He's John Henry. You got the Eradicator, right? He's Superman. That is my favorite Superman. Superman with sunglasses with, like, the senior citizen visor. Yeah. And he's like the Punisher, you know. If you're doing wrong, he's going to fry you, you know. Forget about it. And then you got my personal favorite. He's the cyborg Superman. He's half Superman, half robot, all cop. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> it's amazing. But so, and so he's gonna he's gonna be on the show. Cyborg, so cool. cyborg Superman. Um, I wonder how how they're gonna portray with Superman on that then. Uh, you know, I I wonder about that because the the original cyborg Superman was uh, was a guy named Hank Henshaw, mm-hmm. and uh, he was uh, he was a technopath. He had the ability to talk to machines and eventually transfers his consciousness into a machine. And in the process of doing that, he's able to get his hands on some of Superman's DNA and combine <laughs> the machine. Amazing, <laughs> right? And we we won't we won't ask how. <laughs> <laughs> it was obtained legally. It was obtained legally, I can assure you of that. Uh, and in Superman's absence, he becomes the cyborg Superman, who right. is then revealed to be this this horrible villain. And now he's going to be on. on That's going to be cool. Yeah, I, I'm I'm really excited about that. So some exciting things in movie talk. Uh, now I'm curious to see if Superman's going to be involved with the rest of the DC series. Like I want to see him on Arrow. I want to see him with the Flash. I want to see that Superman and the Flash do the race. You you well they already kind of did that on the episode of Supergirl where the Flash guest stars. Yeah, did you know that that yeah, was Yeah, I saw that, but I want him. You want you want Superman. I I, I hear you. I hear, something that as yet they they are not going to do and that is bring supergirl into the flash universe now as they continue to present it flash and supergirl they exist in separate universes so they can interact when flash crosses over into her universe well i've i've been hearing talks about plans to to have something happen that would allow her to go to enter into his universe Uh, but i don't think they're planning on making it a permanent thing Personally, I think it's a mistake because I, I think it'd be great to have all of these characters together. No, I agree. In, in Marvel's one, doing a great job with in it. one TV universe. Um, all right, so let, let's. Uh, that, that's what's happening yeah. in movie talk. Let's let's move right. on to toy box. Let's we have talk a to- we, we've got a toy review. We, we got do. a to- we haven't had it's a toy a review. Decent sized toy. In a lo- yeah yeah. The, um, so uh, we we haven't done a toy review on the show in a really long no, time. No, really haven't. So we're we're going to talk about the DC multiverse Dark Knight Returns. Armored Batman. 
Okay. So, and you've also brought for for comparison's sake, yeah, yeah. The, because the DC, Batman versus Superman, Ben Affleck ar- armored ar- Batman. Ar- armored Batman. I-, I wanted to have it here just for comparison's sake. Uh, our viewers at home can't see it, but you can see it, Chris, and that's all that matters. Right. I'm all that uh, matters. So. Um, you know, for, for, again, the uninitiated, which I, you know, if you're listening to the show, maybe you're uninitiated, but I can't imagine how, uh, at the end of Frank Miller's, uh, uh, masterpiece, The Dark Knight Returns. Don't uh, call it that. I'm sorry, man. It's for me. It's a masterpiece. I know you don't like it, but it's. I, 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 it, it was very touching, and I liked what it was. But I, you it's know. up there with Watchmen. I mean, it's it, it's one of the great pieces of comic book literature. Mm. At the end of the story, so we have Batman hunted mercilessly by the government, and they send Superman after him. Yep. But Batman, being Batman, he's got a plan. Batman. He, he's always got a plan. Batman, yeah, well, you know, he's he was he's older. He was he's older. He's in his sixties. He's you know, a drunk. He has he's yeah, likes likes the likes the booze a little bit. He emptied a wine cellar. You know, not not really uh, working out as much as he used to. Anyway, so he's preparing for his battle with the Man of Steel, and he's wearing th- this suit of armor, which Zack Snyder uh, cribbed from. He did uh, really uh, well. Li- cribbed, you know, rather liberally uh, from elements of the Dark Knight Returns for Batman v Superman. Um, this figure is about uh, six to six and a half inches tall. It's going to be in scale with your DC multiverse figures, your DC classics, and your Marvel Legends figures. Okay, um, let's talk about the paint applications on it. Uh, I love it. It's, I mean, it's straight out of the comic it book. It is man. the color scheme is definitely out of the comic book. I find the the paint apps to be just somewhat flat and without much variation to give yeah, any kind of indication of shading. But the reason that I like it, it looks just like the panel. Because that's that's Frank Miller's drawing. It's the, flat. The you know, the overall likeness of the character it, it definitely is right out of the comic. I, I I pulled up on my comicsology Dark Knight Returns and even right down to the expression yeah. on his face. It's th- this was the reason I bought this figure yeah. because it it really literally is straight out of the comic. And I have you know a while back DC Direct I released remember. the uh, Dark Knight Returns uh, anniversary figures, and it was Batman, the Joker, Superman. And, and it had the street light. And, and, and the street light lamp, right, and, and Robin. Right. And it always bothered me that when I would have the pose of, you know, Batman facing Superman, he was just, Batman was just in his regular, regular suit. suit. And I'm like, there's no way. He can't fight Superman like this. He's got a batarang. But Superman will laugh at that. So I've always wanted... But they wanted... also released, for this too, they released a Superman, didn't they? For, uh, you're right, DC Multiverse did release a, uh, a, a Superman yeah. figure. Uh this figure will fit nicely in scale with the DC Direct oh, Superman. Fantastic. Uh, I have him displayed with him. He 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 looks great. Uh, yeah, my my one gripe is just you know with many of the the DC uh, multiverse figures, they're they're really not putting a lot of time into the the painting of these. The the sculpting is nice on it. We've got detail. We've got folds and creases in the in the he pants. Kind of looks like he's wearing a diaper. Well, but that's what he wears in the comic book. He, he has a groin guard. No, no, I mean, no, but like, like the top parts to it, it looks like an old man depends. Well, he is in his 60s, so, <laughs> you know, when you're fighting Superman, you might lose some bladder control. I, I guess. Mean, you know what I thought was kind of neat, though? If you look at the mold, I love, they did this chest armor piece, right? But it's not heavy plastic like the rest of it. It's actually like that soft rubber. Yeah, and yeah. I, I thought that was I thought that was kind of ingenious that they did that. And I'm kind of looking and I'm like, Oh God! Is there a suit underneath? You know, because I want to see. I'm like, is there a bat suit underneath? And actually, it kind of looks like there is. Yeah. 
So there, there is attention to detail in certain places. I'll, I'll grant you that. I just kind of wish that the paint job we had gotten a little no, more of a, of a variation. So I agree. let me talk a little bit about uh, the, the articulation. Uh, so the head is on a ball swivel. Um, it doesn't move on it. Although there's, yeah, there's some limitations on how far you can tilt it back and yeah, forth. But... Uh, the shoulders are on a swivel and a hinge. Uh, the, the joints at the elbows and knees uh, allow it, you know, forward and backward motion, but uh -huh. because of the bulk of the armor, it somewhat restricts the movement, uh, which is okay with me because I don't need a lot of flexibility in this version of Batman. I mean, this the Dark Knight Returns Batman, like or you like to call him Fat Man, Fat Man. has sort of a bulk to him, so he does not move. No, he's not going to move uh, like you would not, anyway. Not the Panther kind of like movements of the Batman that most people are used to. Yeah. Uh, the hands are in fixed positions, so... Yep. But you only get one open hand. You, you only get one open hand. And did you notice this? Batman's a lefty. Batman's yeah. a southpaw. Did you? Who would have? Who would have thought? I think Batman's a universal. To be he, honest with you, you know He's what? You're, you're probably right. If you're training with Ra's al Ghul, you learn how to be ambidextrous. But he's he's got one open hand for holding the sonic gun, and then one closed okay. fist. I don't know if you're going to bring this up or not. What is with the sonic gun? Y yeah, it's cheap plastic that they just molded. However. And you've got the made in China thing right on the but side. Look at the grip. Yeah. This I thought this wasn't the gun that came with it. No, no, no. This no, looked that's... like one you just kind of throw on, and you're like, "Well, it's kind of close." No, no, no. It, it's it's the gun. It's it's the gun. Like I said, I mean, they could have thrown a little bit of extra paint on it. Yeah, uh, but they could have made it fit the hand. Spruced it up a little bit. Um, yeah. I, the this probably will be the last what, Marvel the uh, or excuse me DC multiverse figure that I'm gonna buy. Uh, the quality is just not yeah, it's great. Yeah, to hold it. Uh, there, there's yeah. other figures that I've bought. Next time we'll talk about, because I bought the Aliens Vasquez Yeah, figure. we'll talk about those. And that was about the same price as this, and the detail was just so much better. So oh, yeah, no, I NECA, agree. NECA is killing it with their well, detail. I'm buying the, the NECA RoboCop. And oh, perfect. He looks, you know, he's like the video game, and he's absolutely beautiful. Yeah, yeah. So, I mean... So you can make a decent figure with for the same app, price for the same price so i i think I, I really think dc multiverse is just trying to go cheap on us i think they were just trying to mass produce as much as they could and pray it's just a spray and pray just praying to god that someone's going to buy these and and it's you know it's timed with the release of batman v superman and even with now I brought, so i brought the ben affleck armored batman yeah. and you can see there's a lot more detail and variation in the color i mean even look at look at like the the digs and scratches and and but believe it or not this one the the, the dark knight returns yeah. comics version is my preferred version because no, it's more faithful to the to the comic like book. i told you this one the 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 dc one is literally a uh jump from the panel yeah, where yeah. you know you put the size to them, you know, and and this this looks like the Batman from the comic book. I can I can just see him saying, "You sold us out, Clark." You know, you gave them the power that should have been ours. Yeah, I had to say a Batman line as Batman. Like you know, it. if I'm like doing it. a Batman review, yeah. it's just uh, so you, you're gonna. Uh, like, oh, I, I didn't finish uh, the art articulation. So the uh, no ab crunch. Uh, he does swivel at Batman, the waist. This Batman does not do sit ups. He, he does not do sit ups. Uh, legs are on a ball and hinge joint. Again, the bulk of the figure limits how far uh, forward he can kick and how far back he can kick. You're kind of having an issue, like putting him in a in a pose too, because he's got these giant spikes on his boots. Yeah, I'm, and the cape. That's a problem with yeah. a lot of the Batman characters uh, figures is the cape is always so heavy it throws throws them off yeah. balance. 
I'm probably going to have to end up making a stand for him to, if I want him yeah, to see. hold a, a, any kind of dynamic or you could do as position. I do and just use yeah, the cape I, I hate position. using the cape to stand him up, so I'm, I'm a purist in that way. Um, the feet are on a hinge and have peg holes in the bottom. You can pick this figure up for anywhere between sixteen ninety nine and nineteen ninety nine, depending on where you look. How hard is it to find? That's another thing. I found them in Walgreens, so I ordered this one on Big Bad Toy Store because I was so worried that I wasn't going to be able to right. find it. But uh, I've actually been able to. I've seen him a couple times at, at, at Walgreens, so you can find him at Walmart, at Walgreens. He's available on Big Bad Toy Store. Personally, I. I I, I wouldn't get them online because they're going to overcharge you there. I paid maybe $24 for him. Oh, wow. You can probably get them for $19.99 or, or even cheaper right. uh, at, at, at Walmart. And so, you're paying for the convenience. I mean, it's cheaper. Yeah, yeah. So, I mean, in terms of who, who should buy this, if you're a big fan of Dark Knight Returns, I would get this figure. Yeah. Uh, because there are, there are statues that they sell mm-hmm. of Batman in Mezco actually does one just like that. And... and if you don't want to shell out that much money, yeah. I'd say this is a cheap alternative. If you if you already own the DC Direct Superman from the Dark Knight Returns line, then I would say uh, this is also uh, a, a good figure to get. He's going to fit in scale with that. He's he's going to look right. really good. He's going to look really nice. All right. So um, that will do it actually for this episode of uh, the Justice Nerds podcast. Uh, just a couple of uh, quick announcements. Uh, just a reminder, this month we're going to be interviewing Miss Jamie Engel, uh, an award-winning author of uh, fantasy, horror, and science fiction. I'm excited for this. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Jamie's really cool. She's, she's uh, we, uh, we, you know, for different reasons we had to put off her interview, but she's been really cool about yep. staying in contact with us. And so I'm, I'm really looking forward to asking her about her new book, Dreadlands. Uh, so that that's going to be exciting. Uh, we, this month, I'm, I'm hoping to have our first meeting of the Justice Nerds of the Roundtable. This is going to be fantastic, Chock man. full of guest stars. Yes. Chock full of guest stars. It's not going to be just us doing different voices or talking to ourselves. No, no, no. Not like normal. Yeah. Not, <laughs> not like normal. Actually, we're not even Jay and Chris. We're just really one person that's just doing two voices. You should see it. It's actually pretty amazing. The cat is out of the bag. Yeah. Literally. Yeah. Pay no attention to the man behind the microphone. Correct. Um... So, uh, so yeah, we've got that coming up. We're really excited about it. Uh, what do you think about what we've been talking about? Let us hear from you. Oh, I forgot to mention, too, our newest enterprise, being the bounty hunters of the right. toy collecting community. That's right. You got a toy you're trying to find. You live somewhere. You're not finding a toy. You're looking for something. Uh, you, there's a special figure that, that's on your, your unicorn list. Give, send us a message. Or the opposite. You are a owner of a specific toy, and you're looking to kind of let it go. You want to offload it. Or even if, if you have a store or anything like that, let us know so that way we can get you in contact with the right sellers and the right buyers. We, we want to make we want to make these these toy love connections we happen. We are the toy love connection. We are the toy love connection. Bounty Hunter yeah. sounded so much more badass, but we really are doing kind of a love connection. Yeah. Thing. That's right. We can do kind of a Chuck Woolery, like, hey, we're going to make this love connection happen. We are not putting the heart pillows in here, dude. Uh, all right. All right. Superman's fine. already got them, but they're like cute little S's. <laughs> all right, folks. Well... That is all the time we have for this episode of Just Us Nerds. Thank you so much for listening. Remember, email us at justusnerdspc at gmail.com. Like us on Facebook. Send us a message on Facebook. Send us a message on SoundCloud. Send us a message on YouTube. Send us a message on our Instagram page. That only took me five years. Uh, 
We, we hope you'll join us next time for our continuing conversation about comics, movies, and all things in between. And until next time, remember that flying is still, statistically speaking, the safest way to travel. We'll talk to you next time. Bye-bye.